This is the Employment Law Show. And you're thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute, it's just past 6.30. What is going on here on this radio station? Hey, John Scholes here along with Alex Luchaferro, partner, Sam Firu, Tamark, and LLP, the most positively reviewed law firm in this country. You're going, but yeah, guys, you're super early. No, we're not. We have changed things up. We're giving you more of what you want and need. Employment Law Show now Monday to Thursday, starting at 6.30 right till 7. We got you covered four days a week, at which point on Friday we switch gears. Our good pal Savannah Tamarkin will be here with the Disability Law Show. So every day of the working week, every night at 6.30, we, my friend, have got you covered. But some things have stayed the same. The chance for you to join this show, you're an integral part of that. 416-870-6400 is how you chime in, ask your questions. We got a half hour, so let's get to it. The topic today is wrongful dismissal. What it actually means, we'll uh, we'll drill down into that in just a bit here, Alex. But uh, week that was, pal, what do you got for uh, for this afternoon? Hey, John, thank you so much. Great to be here. Off and running for another uh, work week. Monday's in the books already. Uh, and listen, as you said, we're live on the air for the next half hour until 7 p.m., to answer any and all questions our listeners have about employment law, about workplace rights, really anything to do with your job. Maybe you've lost your job and you've been offered a severance package. Maybe you've lost your job and you haven't been offered any kind of severance whatsoever. We'll be talking about severance shortly, of course. Uh, Or listen, maybe you're having some sort of dispute at work, right? You're uh, not being treated well by your employer. Your pay structure is being changed. Maybe you're having problems with a coworker. Well, listen, you're in luck. Uh, listen in over the next half an hour. Give us a call if you want to talk to an employment lawyer. We're ready to take your uh, questions, ready to answer any questions you have about what's going on in your workplace. Everyone needs to know about their workplace rights, John. It's so important. We spend the majority of our time at work, and it's quite common that, listen, despite our best efforts, despite everything we do as employees, conflicts happen, disputes in the workplace happen, and it's so important to know how to handle those situations. Our laws are actually pretty employee friendly, John, when it comes to Mm -hmm. employment law. But listen, the law can't help you if you don't know what the law is. And that's exactly what we're here to do. We're here to inform people on what their rights in the workplace are. And we're here to help people resolve their workplace problems. And so, as you mentioned, to get us started this week, get us warmed up, ready to chat about employment law. Uh, And as always, let's talk about a matter that came uh, across my desk over the past few days. A big one that I wanted to talk about this evening Uh, John, was temporary layoffs related to COVID. Uh, This this has been an issue over the past two years, of course, since the start of of the pandemic. You'll remember in March or April of 2020, a bunch of people, I mean, thousands and thousands, if not tens of thousands of employees were laid off temporarily, John. Can you believe it? Some of those employees are still on layoff two years later, uh, uh, John. And the concern that we as employment lawyers have with respect to these layoffs. I mean, number one, they're illegal. An employer is not necessarily allowed to temporarily lay off an employee. You can accept a layoff as an employee. You don't have to say no. You don't have to dispute it. But you're not obligated to say yes. You can actually treat the layoff as a termination. The problem that we're seeing now, John, is that, and as you know, know, having done the show for so many years, typically employees only have two years years. from the date of a termination, or in this case, from the date of a layoff, to dispute a layoff or dispute a termination, a lot of employees, John, are up against that two-year deadline right now because this happened in 2020, in March of 2020, in April of 2020. And so for all of those employees out there that are still on temporary layoff, 
and you know they don't agree to it, but they've kind of implicitly accepted it. Listen, you need to speak with an employment lawyer right away. You might be losing your opportunity to treat that layoff as a termination, which you probably should be doing if you're still on layoff two years later. You should be treating that layoff as a termination, getting some severance out of your former employer and get you get you moving on with your, you know, with a new job. If you wait too long, you are going to lose that opportunity. And so again, for all of those employees out there listening that are still on temporary layoff and getting close to that two-year anniversary of the layoff, do not hesitate a second longer. You need to get on the phone to us right away. You need to discuss what options you have. Uh, again, temporary layoffs are not implicitly legal. You can treat them as a termination and get your severance and get moving on. That's probably what you want to do if you're still on a layoff because of COVID. That number, by the way, anytime to reach Alex and his team, one 821 5900 help at employmentlawyer.ca. But uh, we're live here now at 637. Welcome Monday night edition of the Employment Law Show going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday now, every night of the week except for Friday. But, uh, yeah, we're live here ready for those calls, 416-870-6400. By the way, today is the day, Alex, as you know, the mask mandate dropped uh, for most places with the exception of hospitals, long-term care, government buildings, maybe transit. But for the most part, people can go mask-free when they're out and about. If you have any questions in that regard, feel free to call us now and talk to Alex about that as well. We're ready to... uh, Ready to field those questions as well. 416-870-6400. Okay, wrongful dismissal. Let's talk about this term, often misunderstood. So what it actually means, what is that? And uh, give me a correct definition as opposed to what people mainly think wrongful dismissal means. Yeah, listen, it's a phrase we hear lots, uh, John. If you're an employment lawyer or not, you hear this phrase wrongful dismissal and you're thinking, okay, well, I think most people's first instincts are to think, okay, well, there was something wrong about the reason that an employee yeah. was let go, or there was something wrong about the the way the employee was treated when they're let go. And I mean, those are, I think, fair assumptions. However, what a wrongful dismissal actually means at law is that the employee has been offered the incorrect amount of severance. In almost every single case, uh, John, the reason for termination will not ultimately matter. Keep in mind, an employer can let an employee go perfectly legally. It's what we call a without cause termination. And as long as the proper amount of severance is paid, it makes that termination perfectly legal. And so almost always when we're talking about a wrongful dismissal, and there's a couple of exceptions we can get to, but um, when we're talking about a wrongful dismissal, we're talking about the employer having paid the employee the incorrect amount of severance. Now, maybe that's no severance. Maybe that's too little severance. Uh, Again, there are a couple of different distinctions uh, there, but that's what a wrongful dismissal actually means. And so it becomes the case that, well, actually, wrongful dismissals are pretty darn common. Uh, We actually see them a lot because employers are almost always offering the incorrect amount of severance. It's It's a myth. It's a misconception that we see so often in the workplace. Employees will cling to one particular reason or one particular issue as the reason for being wrongfully dismissed, when in fact it's the amount of severance that ultimately matters. Again, still time to call. Lots of it. 416-870-6400. We're live here with the Monday Night Edition Employment Law Show. Uh, how common, you said they're very common, at least in Canada anyway, how common are they uh, for you to receive these on the phone or on your desk or otherwise? Yeah, I alluded to it right right there. And, and the oh. answer is, John, genuinely, I mean it very, very, very common. I mean, you know, I can probably, uh, on one hand, think of the number of reasonable severance packages I've seen 
probably over the course of the past two years. I mean, that's how rare a reasonable, fair, dare I even say generous, severance package will be to an employee. I mean, literally, I could think of maybe a, a handful, maybe a handful, John, over the course of the past couple of years. And we review severance packages effectively all day, every day. I mean, our firm does our, you know, all of the lawyers that we have on uh, on staff, and we're a pretty big team, we review severance packages all day. And so again, what that means is that the vast majority of employees uh, out there, I would say 95% plus employees out there who are being let go are being wrongfully dismissed. And what I mean by that, as I mentioned, is they're being offered an insufficient amount of severance. Severance is going to be based for employees on their age, their years of service with the company, and their position with the company. This is not rocket science, John, but employers get this wrong all the time. The older an employee is, the longer they've been with the same company, uh, and the more specialized or maybe the more senior their their position is with that company, the more severance they're going to get. We're not just talking here about a couple of weeks per year of services uh, severance. It's going to be months and months and months. It might be John, as much as 24 months of pay, that's two years of pay for older employees and longer service uh, employees. And unfortunately, it's the case that we just don't see fair enough packages. We see packages all the time, every single day, day that are deficient. You know, it's interesting you mentioned 24 months and insufficient severance, not enough. It kind of makes me think to uh, to direct everybody's attention as well when they got some time to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. It's free. It's anonymous. The website been around for a long time and been around even longer within that website is a severance pay calculator, which I just learned today has had over 2 million people. 2 million people have used severance pay calculator to find out the actual number of what they should be owed. So this thing, uh, it's beyond becoming commonplace. I mean, it's a tool that everybody should be using at any time. So over 2 million people have used it. Again, Pocket Employment Lawyer. Uh, .ca. You know, listeners or, or anybody that call you say, okay, I understand the wrongful dismissal thing, Alex. I get it. It's, uh, you know, I've been paid enough basically is what it boils down to. But I don't know if I want to go through the rigmarole of, of dealing with my former employer and you. Are these claims difficult to resolve? Yeah, the vast majority of the time, uh, uh, John, they're really not this difficult to resolve. I mean, this is uh, this is pretty basic stuff when it comes to the legal analysis. These are not complicated cases, legally speaking. And practically speaking, an employer oftentimes knows that they're offering the incorrect amount of severance. And listen, the reason why they do it, John, is because they know that a good number of employees, you know, if you let 10 people go, there's a pretty darn good chance that, I don't know, maybe five out of those 10 people are simply going to accept whatever offer the company makes. They're going to assume incorrectly, of course, and if they haven't heard the radio show, right, they're going to assume that, well, I guess what my employer is doing is legal. I guess they're offering me the correct amount of money. I'm just going to sign off without even batting an eyelid. Now, uh, the problem, of course, uh, again, is that those employees haven't received the legal advice. So as soon as you receive legal advice, and as soon as you take that step to make a counteroffer towards your employer, engage an employment lawyer in assisting with negotiations. Again, these matters are not going to be difficult uh, to resolve. A lot of times it will take us a couple of weeks, if that. I mean, a lot of times these matters are extremely straightforward. And so, no, I'd, I'd say to employees out there, don't be shy about wanting a better severance package. You're going to likely need that money to hold you over until you can find that next job, until you can find that next employment. And that's money that's actually owed to you. This is not, you know, some sort of cash grab 
or you know some you know pleading for some extra money this is actually your money that you're owed and again the matters are not difficult to resolve both legally and practically speaking it's very very straightforward Again, reaching Alex uh, anytime is one 821 5900 But here, now, you still got time. Give us a call. Join in, 416-870-6400. We continue the Monday night edition of the Employment Law Show. Stand by. Welcome back to the Employment Law Show. Welcome back indeed. 647, new time, same show, informing you and helping you out Monday through Thursday. It's 630 to 7, Employment Law Show. Back here again on a Monday. Alex Luciferro, partner, Sanfiru Tamarkin LLP, is back once again as well, answering all of your questions, email, phones, or otherwise. As mentioned, 416-870-6400 to call in now and ask your questions. If it's something about mask mandates or just a simple termination question, bring it on. Yeah, we got you covered. But before the break, Alex, we were talking about a wrongful dismissal and, you know, going through some of the numbers and what it really means and how you're owed severance. So what are some of the earmarks that somebody listening or anybody for that matter would know if they've been wrongfully dismissed? Well, listen, I think anybody who's been let go, uh, John, listen, you're obviously in shock. You've just been sat down for a meeting, whether that's in person, whether that's virtually over, you know, over, over a video call you're you've been told that you know you're no longer going to be employed with the company you've got to collect your stuff somehow uh and then tell your family about it most likely you know it's obviously a kind of pretty traumatic incident your first instinct and really the only way to know if you've been wrongfully dismissed or not uh john is to speak with an employment lawyer just like any other momentous occasion uh in your life you're going to need some professional advice and the only person that could advise you on what kind of severance you've been offered, advise you on maybe the circumstances of your termination, the only person that's going to be able to do that properly, John, is an employment lawyer. They'll be able to uh, advise you on whether their severance offer, whether the company's severance offer is reasonable or not. As we've been discussing, most likely it isn't. And, you know, just as some, you know, exceptional cases, John, again, talking about wrongful dismissal, listen, there might actually be a circumstance where the actual reason for termination is wrong. So for example, if somebody's on medical leave or if somebody's been let go because of a disability or really any other human rights ground, you know, because of their age or because of their religion, you know, that's a human rights violation. That could be another reason why an employee has been wrongfully dismissed. There, in those kinds of cases, the reason for termination might actually matter very much so in addition to whatever severance the employee is owed, there can also be adi- additional damages there as a result of the way the employee's been treated. But again, those are usually the exceptional case. Most times we're strictly talking about what kind of severance the employee has been offered. And again, the only way an employee could really know if they've been wrongfully dismissed, if they've been offered the incorrect amount of severance, is by speaking with an employment lawyer, getting legal advice with respect to their termination. Uh, And then again, from there, if you're owed more severance, it should be quite straightforward in order to get the correct severance package. Yeah, we always advise people to reach out to you, Alex. Remember your team uh, anytime. It's just a, it's a simple chat, just to you know see where you stand. Won't cost you anything, and that's it's simple. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Really simple. Again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Email anytime. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. But here and now, four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Taking your uh, taking your live calls. Want to get to an email before we get to some uh, severance myths. 
uh, for tonight's show. Alex comes from Melissa, says, Hey, Alex, I've been off work for three years due to a medical condition. My doctor has now cleared me to return to work, but the company says my position no longer exists. What are my rights? Yeah, there you go, John. That's actually an excellent example of what I was just uh, mentioning, which is in some circumstances, it could be a situation where not only are you owed severance, so in this case, Melissa, if you've been let go, simply coming back from a medical uh, leave, in other words, if they're telling you you have no position available, well, that's a problem, right? If your employer is not welcoming welcoming you back to work, that's basically a termination, right? I mean, uh, that's the real crux of the employment relationship. Your employer gives you work and gives you pay, uh, and you do the work, uh, right? And you and you follow those orders. If Melissa, you're not being offered your position back and you're not being offered anything back, right? That's going to be a termination. And there's maybe a human rights argument there as well, because your employer actually has an obligation to return you back to the position. Uh, that you left. And a lot of times when an employer will say, well, your position no longer exists, what they're really saying, John, is, well, actually, we've replaced you in your position. (laughs) I can tell you nine out of 10 times, that's exactly what I see. They don't want that employee going back to that same position because they actually prefer the replacement employee who's been filling in while Melissa has been off on leave. That is a human rights violation, uh, John. An employer is going to get in hot, hot water if they do something like uh, that, they also have an obligation to put that employee uh, into a comparable position if the position actually no longer exists. So let's say you were a receptionist at your work and you went off on medical leave and then came back. And for one reason or another, your employer no longer has a receptionist, right? Reception is no longer a thing at your work. Well, your employer doesn't just get to let you go because there's no receptionist left. They actually have an obligation to put you in a comparable position. Maybe it's an administrative position. Maybe it's doing something else in the office. They can't just simply say, oh, sorry, your position doesn't exist anymore. Off you go into the sunset. It's not how it works. Uh, John, Melissa, give us uh, a call or contact us on air. You can certainly send us an email uh, at the uh, office. You have rights as an employee in this kind of situation. Not only are you going to be owed severance, it looks like you're also going to be owed additional damages Uh, for being terminated as a result of having taken a medical leave. Got a few minutes to go. You want to take that time to uh, make the call. Do it now. 416-870-6400. In the meantime, severance myths. There's a million of these. We'll try to get our way through a few of these alex number one you are when you are fired you only receive one or two weeks for every year of service. That's that's the correct number, right? Yeah, and it's uh, listen, we we bust these myths all day, every day. Uh, It's what we do as employers. uh, And uh, this is the biggest one, I think. By far, it's amazing how many, and again, speaking of wrongful dismissal, it's amazing amazing how many people we speak to that think, well, isn't it just a week per year of service or isn't it just two weeks per year uh, uh, of service? People uh, undervalue their severance entitlements just based on this misconception that's been out there for years and years and years. And, And I can definitively answer this once and for all. That is not how severance is calculated. It is not one or two weeks per year of service. Severance is based on an employee's age, position, and years of service, as I was explaining previously. It's going to be way more. Even for a very young employee with a, with just a few years of service, it's going to be way more than just a couple of weeks per year of service as severance pay. Again, we're talking months and months here, uh, not weeks. And that's why I've been saying, you know, common uh, wrongful dismissals are extremely common. 
as a result directly of these kinds of misconceptions, John. Again, any time, really simple to find out, okay, Alex, what's my number supposed to be if it's not one or two weeks? You call one eight five five. 821-5900 or the pocketemploymentlawyer.ca website. Within that, the severance pay calculator does a really good job quickly, anonymously, about rounding up the number that should be your severance or at least ballparking where you should be. From there, you can reach out to Alex and his team and uh, and get that moving along. Another myth is this. Your employer says you've been fired for cause, so you're not owed any severance. For cause is what they're saying, right? Yeah, that's right. It's something we see quite often as well. Now, what for cause means, or sometimes the language that an employer will use is just cause. What that means, what they're implying uh, when they say that is that as an employee, you have done something so terribly wrong, so offensive to the employment relationship that the employer has the right to let you go without severance, without any notice, without any severance pay whatsoever. You're literally kicked out the door that day and you're not owed a penny beyond your last day of work. Again, that's what we call a for-cause termination. Now, again, employers get this kind of stuff wrong all the time, uh, uh, John, probably more often than they do the wrong severance, than they get severance calculations incorrect, they get for-cause terminations incorrect. And the reason why that is, is because it is actually extremely difficult for an employer to terminate an employee for-cause the first little offense or even the second or third little offense doesn't warrant a for-cause termination. It's reserved for the worst of worst offenses. Literally the language that the law uses, John, and I've told you this plenty of times before, it is the capital punishment of the employment relationship. That is what a judge says about co- about just cause. Yeah. John, it's not my words, it's a judge's. Again, worst of the worst offenses kind of stuff. We're talking fraud, we're talking theft in the workplace. We're talking, you know, you could think of the worst kind of uh, uh, offenses, you know, assault in the workplace, uh, you know, any kind of serious harassment. Those are the kind of offenses. Poor performance, uh, John, is not cause for termination. A minor offense showing up late to work is not cause for termination. Uh, and again, this is a myth that needs to be busted. Employers use this tool incorrectly, letting employees go without severance for the wrong reasons. And again, those employees are going to be owed their full severance entitlements, even if there were issues or concerns with their performance, John, even if that person was late that one time, they're not going to get less severance uh, because the employer alleged cause. They're owed the same severance that everybody else is uh, is owed based on their age, position, and years of service. Yeah, it's often the fact that they pull the trigger too soon. You work in a hardware store, you tip over a shelf of paint. That's not really enough to be fired for. They can let you go, but they got to pay you full severance. But it's definitely not cause, right? Yeah, we see it time and time again, yeah. uh, John. Whether it's a you know a large, sophisticated employer, medium sized business, small sized business, we see it everywhere. And again, it's just as you said, it's really pulling the trigger too quickly, not understanding the appropriate kinds of discipline an an employer should be using instead of resorting to really the kind of the, uh, you know, the capital punishment option, the nuclear option, so to speak. And that is your Monday night edition of the Employment Law Show, a half hour quick and dirty. We're back Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then on Friday we switch gears to the Disability Law Show. Reaching out now is Simple to Alex, 1-855-821-5900, help at employmentlawyer.ca, and always, 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 Go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. That'll take care of you. You can move on from there. Appreciate you joining us. We're back tomorrow night right here at 630 for the Employment Law Show.